talk, and um, I'd like your input if you have something you'd like to share. Um, I entitled it, New Year, New Beginning. Father, we just thank you for this word. We thank you that you would just quicken the truths, Lord God, to us, Lord, as we um, need them. Um, um, just enlighten any areas to us, Lord God, as this word goes forth in Jesus' name. So have you ever been excited for a new year to start um, so that you could clear the slate, you know, <laughs> um, your goals, your prayers, your hopes, you know, just to clean. You know, a lot of times people think about, you know, starting a new year. It's like, okay, it's, it's a new start. It's brand new, you know. Um, or maybe you've experienced setbacks that you prefer to leave behind in the old year. You know, when I was younger, you know, everybody made New Year's resolutions. And um, one of mine was always, you know, I was going to lose so much weight, you know, so many pounds, you know. And by maybe the second or third week of the year, that resolution was gone, you know, or I was going to save money. I mean, we've all done it, right? Well, maybe you haven't. But I'll say I have. I can't speak for other people. But we make these resolutions, and we say we're going to do things, and, and then we fall short. But in Jesus, there is no shortness or lacking. <laughs> um, while some people excitedly look forward to the new year, others um, feel more apprehensive about another year of the same old thing, you know? We j it's just another day. You know, what's new? You know, isn't that a sad way to live your life? Not to be excited when you wake up in the morning? To just be blue, you know, they call it Blue Monday, you know? Um, the new year is a wonderful time to examine our hearts and consider our relationship with God. Do we expect the word of the Lord to guide us in a way forward? Are we ready for him to do something new? Do we expect miracles and healings? Are we asking God to refine us and give us new challenges? Or have we grown complacent and settled in our ways? I um been listening, have been listening to this audio book by Jonathan Cain, and it's called um, The Book of Mysteries. And what it does, it goes through 365 days of the year, and it gives some spiritual significance to each day, gives meaning to each day of the year. And I believe it's the second day that he talks about it. And I'm not sure if I can explain this correctly, because I'm kind of new to him and his writings. But it's like um, there, there's a commentator in the book, and he has an encounter with God. And God's talking to him. And, and the whole purpose of it is to draw this person into himself. God wants to draw the person into himself. So um, the, the teacher, who is God, says to him, um, what is a year? It's, it asks the teacher. And he responds, it's 365 days. And the teacher says, in the holy language of scripture, 365 days is more than that. It's called the Shana, and it contains a secret. The word Shana is connected to the number two, 
The word Shinar can mean the second, the duplicate, or the repeat. In the course of nature, the year is repeating what's already been. And what that means, and it says here, you know, we go from season to season to season. That repeats itself every year. We know that, right? So it goes from winter to spring to summer to fall. Um, uh, the blossoming of flowers, the withering away, the rebirth of nature, and the dying. I mean, it's the same progression year after year. But that's looking at it from a natural perspective. <clears throat> so um, he, he says, um, so a year is a shana, is a shana, a, repet a, a repetition. And now you have a new year before you, as we do. We have a new year before us. What kind of year will it be? Is it going to be the same old thing? Just a repetition of what we did last year or years before. And, you know, I've heard, you know, I'll use this, this kind of analogy. Um, they say that people who come into um, large sums of money, they do with the large sums of money what they've always done with money if they're not wise. So we can, with our year, in the natural, do what we've always done if we're not wise. That's kind of the point of the lesson. Yeah, get the same results. Um, it says, and now you have a new year before you. What kind of year will it be? The nature of nature is to repeat just what we've lived by nature. As creatures of habit, we, nav we grav gravitate toward doing what we've done before. The same routines and courses, even when those routines and courses are harmful to us. You know, for example, we may know that eating certain foods are not good for us, but we keep eating them. We may know that not sleeping is not good for us, but we keep not sleeping. You know, I have, I have to challenge myself sometimes to go to sleep because I want to stay up and do something else, and then I pay for it. Right? That's what I mean when you say a re repetition. And, you know, I don't know about you, but sometimes when you have a holiday and you're off, you get off your schedule because you know you don't have to get up the next morning, you know? And we repeat that, and then it catches up with us, okay? So many of us repeat things that we've done before. So what will this Shana or New Year be for you? If the year is a repeat, do we have a choice? I say yes, we do. It says it will, it, will mostly, it will be mostly the same as the one before, but we do have a choice, and um, Jonathan Cain says, because Shana has a double meaning. It not only means the repeat, but it also means change. Some might view this as a contradiction but to me, it suggests that we have an option or a choice. The way of the world is to repeat, but the way of God is newness and change. He's ever-changing. He's always new. He's always moving. He says his mercies, what, 
are new every morning. So that means to me, it's mercy, but it's new mercy. It's not the same mercy as yesterday. You know, it's new every morning. <clears throat> we can't know God and not change or be changed by him. And his will is that the new year be a time of, a time of, of excuse me, I lost my, myself here, of repetition, not, not be a year of repetition, but of change. New beginnings, new steps, and breaking out of the old. If we want to live in a year of newness and change, we must choose to live in the supernatural and not in the natural. Choosing to walk not in our own will, but in the will of him who is beyond the natural and all that is old. As it is written, he makes all things new. As we open up to him, he will walk into, walk into, we will walk into newness of life. The mission today for us as we have entered this new year is to step out of the old ways, habits, and steps and do what we have never done before. Um, this, is, this is walking in the newness of the spirit. And then there are a couple of scriptures there that I gave you that you can look at to just confirm that. We need to lay hold of the living God so that when he calls us, we're right there in his presence and can say, speak, Lord, for your servant hears. Our heart's de desire should be to hear God's voice and to go where he leads. Can you say and agree that that's your desire? Yeah, that's our desire, to hear what he says and to go where he leads. And it's just, you know, like I just shared with you, waking up and, and having that experience with the Lord this morning, I didn't understand it. You know, I was trying to, like, make sense of it and say, well, Lord, how, how is that going to happen? What is that going to look like? But I just saw myself staying up, standing up, and I knew I was supposed to speak, but I say, just pray, you know? And here, here we come in and we do that. It's like, okay, so he didn't show me that for nothing. There was a reason, and he knew that we were going to pray. And those prayers that we just prayed were necessary. It means that we are in alignment with him and what he wants to do in the lives of the people that we prayed for, in the situations that we prayed for. And because of that, we can expect a good, positive Holy Ghost, God's will outcome. Isn't that exciting? Yeah. You know, that is so exciting. <clears throat> Our heart's desire should be to hear God's voice and to go where he leads. Zephaniah 3.9 prophesies about the Messiah, saying, I will restore to the people a pure language, that they all may call on the name of the Lord to serve him with one accord. This happened in the upper room. We can worship and serve the Lord with one accord. We have the Holy Spirit filling us with his power and presence, and God delights in us. Um, Zephaniah 3.17 says, The Lord your God in your midst, the mighty one, will save. He will rejoice over you with gladness. He will quiet you in his love. 
he will rejoice over you with singing. That's a beautiful, isn't it? He quiets us. And that quiet is in the inside, you know? When everything around is just kind of falling apart, he quiets us and he sings over us. The new year has a way of symbolizing moving forward in life. As I reflect on the past year, I'm reminded of a familiar scripture that emphasize, emphasizes the old being um, replaced by the new. We all belong to Christ. Our old life fades away into a distant memory while we continue to develop and renew our relationship with him. To me, that's a highlight because the, Sometimes my experience has been when things don't seem to be going well, instead of focusing on the newness, I start focusing on the old stuff, the stuff that's happened, the stuff that wasn't good, and the stuff that seems to be repeating itself, you know? And I have to shake myself and pull myself out of that, you know? I mean, that, that's, that's been my experience. And what I've, what I've noticed is... As I get stronger and more consistent and more intentional about reminding myself about this newness in Christ, that old stuff doesn't surface as much. That, you know, because I don't know about you, but sometimes the, the, the past failures, the past disappointments, the past hurts, da, 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 they want to just get big, you know, <laughs> and they want to take over. And we have to say no. Sometimes I have to say it out loud. That's not who I am anymore. That's not my life anymore. You know, I'm a new creature in Christ. Yeah. <clears throat> this is an ongoing process. It not only gives us um, a new life when we, when we first accept him, but also provides us with new lives as we walk with him every day. Just like any other relationship, our relationship with Christ also requires nurturing and cultivating to grow. As I ponder over 2 Corinthians 5.17, I thought about the common, commonly used phrase, new year, new me. We often say this phrase only to find ourselves stuck in old habits and unfulfilled resolutions. However, the scriptures provide us with the encouragement to start anew by relying on our, being to, our belonging to Christ, by allowing him to speak to our minds, heart, and spirit. We can identify areas where we need to grow or walk more boldly. Isaiah 43, 18 and 19 says, but forget all that, forget the past, forget the old. <laughs> It's nothing compared to what I'm going to do. This is God speaking. For I'm about to do a new thing. See, I have already begun. Do you not see it? I will make a pathway through the wilderness. I will create rivers in dry waste places. Amen. That should be our confession as we enter this year. So our prayer Father, to you is, Lord, we ask you to lead us into this new year with expectation of what you will do. May we receive your direction as we make plans, set goals, and seek you for growth. With this new year, may we be renewed to do your will. 
In Jesus' name, amen. May God bless you as you seek him this year. Amen. Ha, ha, ha.